This week's show is brought to you by Miracle Made. Alright, now you guys, Brad and Alex, you know I like a lot of things, but I'm going to reveal a little bit about myself here. I really like sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's, oh, yeah. A, it's in my top three. Of it's a great I thing enjoy. to do. Wait, hang on. Eating, sleeping, and? Sleeping. Again. Okay. It's, All right. it's it's mostly sleeping, then eating, then sleeping Got again. Got it, yes. Got sleep, it. get up, eat, then you get back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. If I could eat while I'm sleeping, I would probably do that, too. Sleep, eat, sleep, repeat. Got it. Yes. And luckily for me, Miracle Made has sheets just for me. Because did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? And I'll tell you what I don't like, sleeping on a damn toilet seat. I would rather sleep in some nice sheets. I don't know, man. Have you tried it? Unfortunately, yes. And it's not my style. I won't ask you to elaborate. (laughs) Inspired by those punks at NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. It has self-cooling properties. The sheets that are infused with this silver prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets, and no more gross odors. Only the best odors in my sheets. You can go to trymiracle.com slash nextlander to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo nextlander at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to miracle.com slash nextlander and use the code nextlander to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash nextlander to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Next Lander podcast. Hi, if you're new here, welcome. This is the podcast where Next Lander talks about video games. And sometimes some other stuff, and sometimes the video game news. The events of the day. And mm-hmm. the events that are going on. Hi, Brad Shoemaker. Hi. Hi, hello. Alex Navarro. Well, hello. This is uh, this is around one year for Nextlander, and uh, we have been through quite a year uh, of, of video game ups and downs, ins and outs. Lefts and uh, rights, diagonals of varying degrees. Upside downs. Looping back in on ourselves. We're, we're snakes eating our own tails. That's I'm right. inside out right now. You can't yeah. see it on the because ca- we're not doing a camera version, but uh, I'm it's, basically like that Hellraiser guy. It's pretty gross. That seat is going to have to be thrown in the trash. Wait, it's okay. It's a, it's, it's a gamer chair. It doesn't matter. <laughs> is that... Is that where that Simpsons Treehouse of Horror reference comes from, where they're wearing all their organs on the outside of their skin? Is that a Hellraiser? Thing? The fog that makes you inside out is not specifically a Hellraiser okay. reference, but Hellraiser probably has the most like famous example of inside out people walking around doing You're, stuff. Hearing you talk about horror movies fills in a lot of gaps on Simpsons references. I never <laughs> Yeah. 
we are going to talk some more about video games a little bit later in the show. First, we're going to start with the news this week because a video games are a little lighter right now. We're kind of cleaning up a lot of a uh, backlog and continuing with some games and we'll get to that, but there is a bunch of news as games kind of shift around. We've got announcements coming up. Stuff gets pushed coming. around. Yep, Cops are coming. Game cop. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You can't push that date back. And hey, listen. If they keep, here's the good news. If dates keep getting pushed back, my understanding of how time works is the game will eventually have come out a year ago. It'll just loop back around mm-hmm. to. Uh, it'll get pushed back far enough. It actually came out last month, and people are gonna say. I, I did, it wasn't that great. Anyway. I have an extremely limited understanding of temporal mechanics, but yeah. you're right. I yeah, trust. Tr- just trust me on yeah. this one. Uh, wh- hey, how was your guys' week this week? Just kind of mellow and I just yeah, uh, uneventful. Yeah, just sitting in the good ship next lander, just huh. calm seas, just watching, watching just, the, just the floating along, just like, <laughs> like on an inner tube on a calm Sit- summer afternoon, sitting floating on the dock the of the bay. Uh huh. Watching the, the tide. The uh, there were there were shakeups and events going on uh, in our tiny, very little small worlds of video game coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were events with a giant bomb. It sounds like, or looks like, or appears to be uh, Jeff and Giant Bomb have parted ways. Jeff Gersman, that is too many Jeffs. Mm-hmm. Yes, Je- Jeff, Jeff Jeff Gersman no longer with Giant Bomb started his own thing. <laughs> Jeff started Jeff Gersman. I will say Jeff. I'll refer to Jeff Gersman as Jeff. I'll refer to uh, Jeff Bacalar as Bacalar. Yes, it's, you know, they brought yet another Jeff in. <laughs> we'll yeah. get Full the, time. That's, yeah. you know, it's kind of take a They take also a brought Jeff. another Jeff G in. Yeah. So. Take, take a Jeff, leave a Jeff. So, uh. uh, uh even the, the, and Jeff Keeley even appeared. Oh, yes. That's right. It's really not making it easy. That's not and Jeff G. All, that's G Jeff. And mm. then there's also Jess. So, uh, yeah. it, it just really. And Jan. And Jason. And, and <laughs> it really is a lot. So, yeah, uh, Gersman is doing a, I just said I was going to say Jeff, but I was going to say Gersman. Yeah. Uh, uh, doing his own thing. I think he started a Patreon. I know he did. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, I saw him streaming uh, and a podcast and all that stuff. And then over at Giant Bomb, Dan Reichert is back. Full, full time? Oh, yeah. Full time. Full time. I think somebody, it was full time. Somebody, somebody made the right call on the tone of that video. <laughs> It's very, very uh, funny video. Because you really are making a deal with the devil. <laughs> on that uh, one. Oh, he's not the devil. He's more of a trickster. No, I, yeah, no. He, I think he, he is the devil's agent. He is the devil's agent. Yeah, he's like he's the devil. He's jester. not the devil himself, but he does carry out his dark business. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jeff Grubb also joining uh, full time. And then Tamor and Lucy also, it seems yeah. like, joining the staff full time. They... They uh, made a video, an announcement video, and then had a uh, uh, the bombcast where they were all on it. I didn't get a chance to see that. We were recording during that, but uh, um, it sounds like everybody seems on uh, all around. Seems like they have landed. So yes. that's best I could wish for. I hope everybody is is you know doing all right with everything that's going on there. We know a lot of those people personally. We wish them all the best, and you know again. We said it on the Ramblecast. Listen, we have not been at Giant Bomb for mm-hmm. Happy Anniversary Next Lander for a year. So, yeah. you know, we, we're not privy to everything that's going on. But I, we hope everybody who has to make their living from doing the, this weird line of work is doing all right out there. Because it is a weird line of work and livings need to be made. And it has never been a weirder time to be in that line of work. <sighs> what a weird time. Yeah. Just, 
just just don't use staples. Use uh, use removable tape on everything. Mm-hmm. Every, mm-hmm. Write everything in pencil. It's Everything's just, written in pencil. Wait, no, hang on. That's I think that's somebody else's. <laughs> Do they even still make pencils? I have pencils. I love okay. a pencil. I I have like fancy pencils now that I use for the crossword puzzle because I'm like a uh-huh. forty plus year old man who likes yeah. to do crossword puzzle. Yeah, it's, no, that's fine. I treat myself, okay? Yeah, with my fancy pencils and my trans. I just try toys. never to handwrite things if I don't have to. Were y'all, were y'all ever mechanical pencil people in school? I was, yeah. I, only if I'm trying to be super cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, Dude, uh, God, what was it? The Pentel? There oh, was yeah. A specific Pentel. The button was on the side, close to the tip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know the one I'm talking about? I know yes. the one. I, uh, that, once that once you get that choice. lead out of the pencil, though, once you get the lead out, mm-hmm. uh, it's always, I feel like it never, you never really quite get it back in there the right way. It always breaks in half or something like that. Oh, I had, I just, just littered corpses of broken... <laughs> mechanical pencils over the years like you know either they they're in a part of your backpack where something crushes it and the mechanism doesn't work anymore or you just can't get the lead in there properly or you know the eraser snaps off like the whole thing maybe i should have just stuck to regular ass pencils but it never stopped me i uh pencil still makes a a great mechanical pencil i I still have a couple of them but we're not just here are you gonna get way into pens that seems like my my wife is already way into pens. Okay, too. that's good. Okay. I was gonna say it seems like the natural progression from what is it numismatism? Uh huh. Like uh-huh. once you once you have gotten the coin thing on lock, uh huh. Seems like maybe getting into super nice fountain pens might be <laughs> that, or like pocket watches, one or the other. Okay, I've got pocket watches okay. as well. All right. What about stamps? Uh, I never thought stamps were that interesting. They're not. You're right. Okay, yeah, there's like some special edition stamps that are kind of interesting, like from a historical perspective. I don't know. So, you know, I think there. I don't know. I'm not I'm definitely not anyone to cast uh, aspersions in anybody's collecting directions. No, it's your I podcast. Cast away, man. I don't. Yeah, that's just a cast. Yeah, yeah. It's um aspersion. Podcasting cast. aspersions. Is that <laughs> yeah. what we're doing here? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't collect error coins, which, you know, I I don't find that an interesting part of the collecting of coins. And I don't know if I would want to collect error stamps, but I I listen to anything. I think there's an interesting thing in stamps as, as any art form of Mm -hmm. a, a pinpoint in time of, of where society and culture is, is. So do you lick an old stamp? Hmm. I, I don't think so. I just try no. not to lick things in general these days. Okay, if I were like, if I were like a money were no object, let's say I don't know what that what that is at this point. Let's say multi millionaire, right? Sure, multi yeah. hundreds of million dollars. I don't let's know. Say, we'll see where inflation is by the time this weekends. Yeah. But yeah, um, I would send somebody as a goof a thing with like a like a super oldie stamp, uh, like licked and stuck on it. Like, oh my god. That was that's just a twenty five thousand dollars stamp on that thing that he just licked and sent his like I don't know sent it to the IRS or something like that. Uh, as God, it's like sending someone like a Honus Wagner baseball card, but like duct taping it to paper first. <laughs> like, are you just stamp flexing on them at that point? I, I think that's what that is. I don't know why. That's like it's like paying for something with, a, with an old coin, but knowing it's super old and just gonna get thrown in the trash. So here know. you go, yeah. IRS. You wanted me to send you a scan of my driver's license in the mail. That's right. Ugh. I'm putting this gold doubloon in the RC Cola machine. That's right. There's also yeah. a photo of me in here burning a $100 bill. <laughs> <laughs> Arrest me, I dare you. 
So yeah, that was huge news with with, with Gershman and uh, and and Giant Bomb that kind of uh, uh, rocked our world too. Even being outside of it, as I'm sure it did a lot of people who are listening to this kind of uh, shook shook things up, sent some waves out there. But would you believe that's not the only news going out out there? No. Would I? I don't believe it, and not not just because I cut all these news stories together. <laughs> Brad, what is what else is going on? Um, I think we're in it. What is I, it? I, I think what we're entering. The the E3 window. We are in oh. the E3 cool zone. I may be coming around on the term key three. Okay. I've but seen not, it in more places. Not for the real <laughs> Don't know why. Maybe I shouldn't say why. I don't know. I if it you reminds know, you, me of cocaine. It sounds like it sounds like some high powered it sounds like like finance Wall Street bros talking about doing key bumps. Oh yeah. Like it sounds like the extremely shitty Gordon Gecko version of E3. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a few people who are lamenting the lack of E3 because it gives them fewer opportunities to do key bumps before oh, you yeah. know a yes. big big event. But yes. there, there are people who are probably called E3 key three, but we were not at this or point. or no. how about ski three? Oh, jeez, we talked okay. out at weed three. Remember? <laughs> okay, yes, yes. Ski, weed uh, probably good that ski three never took place on camera. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. Now I, I like Keeley much more in this role of uh, like E3 wrangler than as award show guy, I have mm. to say. I think he's better suited for this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's like there's like a there's like something like he runs a farm that raises E three games or something. And he's like, let's see the crop. Let's see what we got here. Well, I, have Ooh, some bad this news. A- I have some bad news about this here's crop. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. These carrots are all oh yeah. man. All right, I think we have to start with that now. Yeah we do. <laughs> that we was do. a segue. Let's just jump straight to the Keeley business first and then yeah. we'll reorder things here just a little bit. But Okay. Uh, Yes, so the Summer Game Fest stream is coming on Thursday. We will be streaming over it. Uh, let's say our expectations have been sufficiently managed mm. because Jeff Keeley himself uttered the phrase, manage your expectations, which, like, if that is not a sign of the times, I don't know what is. That's like Flavor Flav telling you to take it down a notch. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this man is the master of hype. And even yeah. he is out there. Like he, he flat out said, like Summer Game Fest will primarily be focused on games that have already been announced. And you know, of course, in his Jeff Keighley way, he was like, "Hey, remember when we showed that Elden Ring debut trailer for the first time? That was kind of like a game announcement, right? Like it'll be mm. like that." Um, but he's flat out there saying, you know, I think he said there will be a couple of new games announced, but even there, he kind of downplayed how big they might be. Um. He's just, this was all in a Twitter space. I don't know if I mentioned that. He did a Twitter space where he talked about this stuff and a bunch of game sites, of course, wrote it up. Uh, he's saying Microsoft obviously is going to hold most of their big Xbox stuff for their thing on Sunday. Although, like he did say, uh, they would uh, have some Xbox stuff involved there. Some exclusive Nintendo Switch games, but also Nintendo was not involved in this thing. Oh, right. Because okay. they're doing their own direct, right? Well, I don't think they've announced anything. I mean, they'll do something this summer. I don't think they're doing yeah. something around this stuff this week. I think they probably will. I mean, there is like this current Summer Game Fest schedule of events I've got in front of me does not have Nintendo anywhere on it. So yeah, uh, but they'll have, they'll have some Switch stuff, some Xbox stuff. No mention of Sony, but Sony just had their State of Play, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, it's it's weird. I mean, to see Jeff Ke- Dwayne the Rock Johnson will be there. Oh, uh, that's oh, like an announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but Vinny, I, I mean, is this a bad thing for you? Because I remember you grousing earlier about, like, I don't want to be seeing 2023 and 2024 that's right. games. Oh, dude. I, I, <laughs> I, I, well, okay, no, no. Let me clarify. 
I don't want to see new 2022, 2023, mm. and 2024 games. I want to see updates on the ones that are already 2023. You're in luck because, yeah, it sounds like they're not going to announce any. So Yeah, so like, uh, just give me more information on things that have already been. Like, I have got so many things I'm still curious about that have been announced. Wolverine, you know, yeah. show me more Spider-Man. Show me even, I don't know when God of War is coming. I assume 2023, At hopefully. this point, I if they have not by this juncture given a date to that thing yeah. there's no way that game's coming I, I mean, they, they had said this year they have they had said 2022 that doesn't mean it'll actually happen but like, that's the that's thing. i don't think it will actually happen. that's that's what current is currently on the books and yeah i, I bet you're i bet they don't know i bet they are yeah. totally sitting there on their hands going like is this thing gonna make it what do we coming do I bet, like having that state of play when they did feels like that's their big shot for right now right like they yeah. might do something else later in the summer um, yeah and we didn't there was nothing there, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, nothing there for God of War, so I, I don't know. So and Nothing there I, really for Sony First Party, so... Um, yeah. but there's I mean, other the, stuff I want to see, like there's that Warhammer um, uh, Space Marine 2, like I want to see more of that. Uh, there's there's plenty of stuff I want to see. Yeah, he's, he's saying an hour and a half to two hours for this thing, um, just to wrap up the Sony stuff, although mm-hmm. we'll get back to that state of play, but like it's the nice thing about this hot Keeley summer thing mm-hmm. uh, it is summer long like the thing is gamescom is kind of like the end cap of this whole thing in august so like sony could totally have another event by august right or at gamescom you know what i mean they're like, back to like, doing live gamescom right like that's back to being like an in-person event yes okay so i'd have to double check on that yeah but, i don't but, know what germany's current covid regulations are but i yeah. feel like they started to get back to that last year if i remember correctly um so yeah, like we could hear more about Sony first party stuff later in the summer, but I bet they they themselves are kind of waiting to see how things go in the next couple of months. Um, let's see. He said, uh, so the Callisto, they'll have a like full gameplay demo for the Callisto protocol. We'll talk about that. But the, mm-hmm. apparently the apparently the stuff they showed at the state of play, he says, is a tr- was a trailer for this gameplay demo they're going to have. Right. So okay. Uh, I want to see that game as a big Dead Space fan. That um, is the game from former Dead Space devs that used to be. They had initially pitched it as a horror game set in the pa- Player Unknown's Battleground right. universe, but then they yes. just decided to excise that whole the, aspect of it. Yes, the the rich PUBG fiction. Wait, did they have they explicitly said it's not a PUBG game anymore? I think they have said it is no longer like they are not they are not like billing it that way anymore. Interesting. I think like <laughs> the closest connection that game ever had to PUBG was like the orange prison jumpsuit that the character wears. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so they'll they'll have that. They will have a level playthrough of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which, like... Mm, mm. Yeah. Like for, I don't know, maybe... I wonder what the audience temperature is on that, you know, in general, where Call of Duty falls in general fatigue or... or well, there's two that, things. That, yeah, go ahead. Well, there's two things. One, it's the last Call of Duty before they finally take a break on that thing for a year. And mm-hmm. two, I imagine that if they are going to do a here is your next great installment of Warzone that you will now be playing for the next two years because we're not doing another one of these for a year, uh, this is probably where they would announce that, right? Probably. Um, or they let Warzone, yeah, I don't know. They let Warzone kind of ride until the next, until the big big reboot. Like, you know, they it's a platform. People are, it is, you know, but I don't. I considering you know the state of that thing, and also you know obviously the stuff happening with Raven Software and their QA department yes. unionizing all that stuff. I am wondering if that is throwing any of their plans into chaos. Yeah, I, I haven't been in that world in in, a, in a quite a long time. I haven't even played Warzone in maybe over a year, so I'm not even sure yeah. what's happening there. I'm I'm curious to see what this looks like because you know remember that that Modern Warfare reboot 
three years ago, two years, it was, it was three years I ago. Think. I think. Like that was that was the, the the most well received Call of Duty I've seen in a very long time. Like mm-hmm. people were almost unanimously positive on that thing. So I'm curious to see uh, what this looks like, just as a like showcase for next gen console tech, if nothing else. Sure. Um, apparently, that game's coming out on Steam. As I browse around for news about this thing, huh? It's like the first Call of Duty game to hit Steam in quite a long time. I mean, obviously with the you know with the acquisition progressing. More of that stuff's going to be happening. Anyway, um, let's see. So yeah, he mentioned he mentioned Callisto Protocol, Modern Warfare Two. Said they'll have some new Gotham Knights stuff. That's cool. Uh, That's out this have, year. They'll have the Cuphead DLC, which mm-hmm. I literally just realized. Delicious Last Course abbreviates to DLC. I just, as you said it now, have realized that. Hang on, mm-hmm. I have it. Okay, now I've realized it too. <laughs> okay. okay, all right, okay, great. okay. Um, that's kind of all I've got for like actually named games that he mentioned here. I mean, he wants to have some surprises too. Yeah, and I, that's yeah. fair. But again, it sounds like those surprises will be, I have a big demo for a thing you've already heard of, as opposed to here's a bunch of new stuff from companies. Yeah. Also, it occurs to me by the time this podcast goes up, we'll be like scant hours away from this thing happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but anyway, that's like some stuff to expect or not expect there as the case may be. And there's no, um, there's no square, square Enix showcase or anything packed into this right there's a capcom one yeah the capcom one just got announced and yeah, i assume that's just they're going to show more of re4 remake and more of street fighter 6 yeah was it i think it was two weeks ago we talked about another healy twitter space where he was saying like he expected there to be fewer publisher centric standalone okay. events this year yeah. yeah and capcom i think was one of, he, he rattled off like square enix take two and i think capcom was the other one where he said like oh you might not see them do their own okay. thing this year but then Here's Capcom with stuff. We'll we'll get to that in the state of play. Um, um yeah. Well, again, just to reiterate, that is around two o'clock Eastern on Thursday. We will be watching and talking over. If you want to get excited with me and Brad and Alex about the things we don't know yet, come mm-hmm. join us there uh, over on our Twitch channel at Nextlander. We love to not know things. I I've made a career of it. It's what our business <laughs> is founded on. Yeah, it's really fantastic. Well, Brad, uh, teach me something else. May, uh, help me learn something else. Well, actually, maybe Alex and I can help you out with this. Uh, um, the state this of play. One. We oh, yeah, we, we watched. We actually it learned something. Yeah, we, yeah. I actually, I actually just watched it last night. What'd you think? So it was a, not bad. I'd say like a solid B. Yeah, I'd okay. say for a state of play that was all like kind of known quantities. Like they at least had the right known quantities for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what what stood out for you? I mean, they led with the Resident Evil 4 remake, mm-hmm. which, nice to have the thing confirmed. Like, that's my biggest reaction to that thing, is I'm tired of hearing rumors about it. Like, I'm glad they finally just came out and said, yes, this is real. Yeah. Because stuff has been leaking about that thing for, like, two straight years, I think. Um, I don't know. They didn't show enough of it to really get a sense of, like, what's different. You know, like, it looks good fidelity-wise, but, like, all the, you know, everything on the RE engine out of Capcom has looked kind of amazing. Like, the mm-hmm. last several Resident Evil games have looked very good, right? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, since Capcom's doing their own event, I have to assume they're going to just show straight gameplay there, which is what I need to see. Cause okay. RE4 in my mind does not need remaking the way that say RE2 and 3 did. At least mechanically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I there's mean, some aspects that have aged badly, but like, yeah, they're not like plentiful. And it's still quite playable by modern standards. Right. I mean, they, you know, like witness the fact that they are still re-releasing that game in various <laughs> oh, formats, yeah. like within the last year. Well, now they can get it. They have a version that they can release for the next twenty years on different platforms. So yeah, 
Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying a remake of Resident Evil 4 shouldn't exist. I just hope they do enough different with it to justify its existence. Now, remake of Resident Evil 6. That's where the money's oh, at. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bite your tongue. There was, was there ever an official RE4 VR thing? Or is yes. That a, yeah, that's they official. released it on okay. Oculus only. I don't think it's come out on other stuff as of yet. I think that's correct. All right. All right. Uh, other headsets, although... If you want to play Oculus games on other headsets, plenty of ways to do that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that it looks nice. I, I'm curious to see how it actually plays. Hmm. Um, they showed that uh, they showed the Horizon PlayStation VR two game. Yeah. What did, what did y'all think of that? I didn't get enough of a sense of it from what they showed. Uh, like they showed what looked like some free movement stuff, which, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know exactly how deep they're going to go with that, but I, I feel like that's probably where things needed to head. It seemed like from what they were showing, it was a lot of one-on-one battles with robots. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it looked kind of more like an actual, I don't mean to be dismissive, but no, no, no. I think, like I think at actual, this point it's totally fair. Yeah. Like it looked more like an actual video game than I expected. I think like, did, did we say this before? Like totally expecting this to be kind of a VR experience. Right. Yeah. Theme park ride. And, like, some of it did look like that. Like, the sequences on the boat, you know, are very much, like, literally on a theme park. <laughs> yeah. Literally in, like, a Disney World boat shooting a bow and arrow off the side. But, like, parts of it actually looked like, oh, maybe there's more to this. It did look nice, though. I mean, as far as, like, the VR stuff they showed on that presentation, it had the best fidelity by far of it. Yeah, and, like, you know, that headset sounds pretty awesome hardware-wise. Like, being able to see some of those robot dinosaur designs, like, super up close in your face in 3D yeah. could be pretty rad. And had it, had it been confirmed before that you're not Aloy in this? I, I, um, I, I don't think remember. they had said. I don't think okay. they had given really any details about the story. So they did. Kind of, they, kind of I, nice that you're not. I, I liked that they name dropped Blameless Maraud in that thing. <laughs> oh, like, poor Blameless. Blameless Maraud is a pretty good name for like a spy master <laughs> um, dude. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm curious about it. I I think it's hard. It's hard to. For any of us, I think to really know what's going on until we have tried that new PlayStation VR, like because yeah. It, yeah. It they really still haven't really the, showed the hardware for that thing. Yeah, yeah. the um, fidelity, the controls. Didn't they, the, didn't they show the headset? Or they may have showed it, but like they haven't like showed it showed, in action. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they show the controllers for yeah. sure. I don't know if they actually. Showed, I think they did. I think it's I think all plain white, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Looks, it looked yeah. like a like very smooth future Destiny helmet yeah. style. I think the word was going around that they were doing demos of that thing at GDC for developers. Okay, and stuff. And, like, obviously their development kits are out there. Like, No Man's Sky is coming to PSVR 2, so obviously. I haven't touched a VR, uh, aside from the PlayStation 1 VR, which I think is pr- people in the VR space would know. It's probably pretty antiquated at this point. Even. Yeah, I think it, it's it's pretty good for what it is still. But it, it doesn't, doesn't have, like, like pretty... the controllers. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, like, feature-wise, you know, like, the fact yeah. that the way it tracks optically with that camera is just not great. You know, like, like a lot of VR tech has, like, really moved on since that thing came out. Yeah, so for me, if I, if I'm going in on this, there's actually a lot of room to impress me uh, because I I have a gap now in my VR experience. So if this thing's awesome and the PlayStation VR is awesome, uh, sign me up. I'm ready for. I think I personally am ready for season two for me of VR. I know there has been a lot of VR stuff out there, but I just don't. I don't have it. Also, yeah. the advances in uh, what do they call it? Inside out tracking. Inside out tracking is yeah. yeah. Is is awesome. I love that you don't have to have as much stuff around you to track. Yeah, I don't know if this is sad or not, but I think the thing I'm most excited about for this thing is it's literally just one cable that plugs into the front of the PS5, oh. and that's it. Like that's no, all that's the huge, setup. No, that's huge. That's like, a big deal. Like that makes me so much more likely to want to get that thing out and use it on a yeah. regular basis. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Storing and 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 I mean the the cabling on the actual headset was never that big a deal. Was, for me, it was more on the. I mean, listen, the thing's not really supported on PS5. It, it just no, not especially. Yeah. If you have a PS5 and you're trying to get your headset on there, you got to run, jump through some hoops. I'm literally using the P- the PSVR breakout box thing as the riser for my monitor here nice. because Great. I'm never going nice. to use that thing again. So it's just it's, it's, I need that extra couple inches, and I got it. <laughs> the the, the one the one too. we had in the Giant Bomb Studio died. Like the, the box breakout died. box, oh, the breakout box died, and we had to like borrow one from Gamespot for the last few times we used it. Like, Does this? This just goes USB into the PS5, right? Yeah, USB C into the front. Okay. So yeah, that's All right. pretty pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Spider Man remastered coming to PC. That's pretty cool. That'll do well. Expected, yeah, but you know, definitely cool. Yeah, I I was like, obviously they they've done Days Gone, Horizon, uh, a couple others. Oh, God of War. God of War came out, but yeah. I, I don't know. Something about Spider Man being licensed made me think it was less likely that would make it to PC. But here mm. they are. Yeah, I mean, it's not a situation where, like, the license holder really loses anything by that game being available on more platforms. Like, like Marvel's not going to turn down more money. Sure. Well, once I get my naked Spider-Man running around in my other games now, once I rip all the assets out of there. Mm-hmm. Look, Spider-Man doesn't have the Judgment Guy's talent agency, okay? Like, no one's looking out <laughs> for Spider-Man that way to make sure nobody does dirty things with Spider-Man. Spider-Man was not meant to be seen from that angle. Yeah. I- <laughs> That's a spider yeah, gooch uh, just, right there. Those are your spider bits just comes, happening right there. Come swinging at you, just legs splayed out. <laughs> it's not what they. Those puddles were never supposed to be that reflective. Mm, yeah. Ooh. So are they like they have? They've never explicitly said what the time frame is on how long they wait to do these PC ports, right? Because it feels like it's in the eighteen month to two year range, but there isn't like a specific like this is how long we wait for this message not, out not there. Not yet. Yeah, no, it's it's mostly been like them playing catch up, you know. Right. Like Spider Man came out in I think twenty eighteen, right? Yeah. Like Days Gone nineteen. Like you know, it's mostly games that have been out for two, three, four years that are coming out right now. Well and when and that that remastered version of Spider Man, which is what this is, that came out with the PS five launch, that's true. didn't it? Yes, yeah. that's true. That yeah, that is like an eighteen month God, pushing two years old yeah. by the time this comes out. I mean, but. that's not like the thing is like even if they don't specify it, that's not a I, like, it's an understandable window because I'm sure that is when like the profit profit <laughs> drop off generally for like the PlayStation exclusive starts hitting. Yeah. So why yeah, not? I, I bet I bet Forbidden West is going to be a good litmus test here because that's mm. a big game that is guaranteed to come to PC and 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 came out after all this stuff started, right? Yeah. So. Like we'll see if that is a year, year and a half, whatever. I don't know if I'm going to play Spider-Man again, but again, but I will at least boot it up on a PC to see what that looks like. Because yeah, uh, yeah, I that, like that, that game's game. great. Yeah, I don't, I don't. The the open world stuff kind of ran out of steam for me. I mean, that's why like Miles Morales was so Miles good. Miles Morales, yeah, yeah, Miles Morales is a much tighter experience, which they didn't mention here. I think that one is probably not coming until later. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, that just got redownloaded to my PS5. My son wanted to play it again, and that's an awesome game. Yeah, I mean, that's a, also it's great because you can say like, okay, cool, yes, you can spend twelve hours playing that game. Mm, Enjoy. Yeah. Apparently, a pretty easy platinum trophy. Yep, <laughs> I'm told. Uh, Roller Drome. Yeah, what a name! I, I like great name, great key art, great like look to the game, great concept. I heard people talking about it. I was like, oh, it's like Tony Hawk except with guns. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. I don't know why, but I've been hearing the Orson Welles Rosebud whisper in my head over and over again since that presentation. It's it's just, it's him saying, Roller Drome. (laughs) That's good. It's a guy in your head. Yeah. Yeah. It's a neat looking game. It's pretty, yeah. The footage I saw, maybe, is it a multiplayer game? 
I don't think they've specified, but it seems okay. like it could be. Because there was a lot of like sort of time slowdown, like midair, like I'm in the middle of a jump and now I'm going to like slow down time so I can aim and shoot you in midair. And I don't yeah. know how that would work in multiplayer if there is some. Uh, Maybe this will be the game that solves that problem finally. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if the I don't know if the footage of this quite lived up to the concept in my mind, but it could be interesting. I originally thought it was like some kind of Sable expansion when they first like yes, kind of did the the zoom up on the environment. I was like, what is? What are we doing here? It really does look like Sable. Yeah, it does. Um, hey, Sable looks else? great. So yeah, let's see. We mentioned Callisto Protocol. I guess we'll yeah. need not a lot to say about that now that we know we're going to see it actually played. Yeah, it sure doesn't hide its roots as from the Dead Space people, or at least some of them. For sure. I mean, it looks like survival horror in a kind of tight space with in really a, disgusting wet monsters. In mm-hmm. a futury, futury environment. Yeah. Uh, like, I kind of, I half expected there to be a health bar, like, attached, bolted to the character's back. I, I don't, maybe we're not there. We're, we're, we're got there, maybe. I don't maybe know. that gets slapped on at the beginning of this <laughs> gameplay demo, just so uh, you truly know. Um. Oh God, that's coming out this year. It is. How did I miss that? Wow, a video game is coming out this year. You heard it here there's first. A, there's a 2022 video game Listen, that looks pretty it's, cool. It's supposed to be December. We got a couple more months. This, uh, yeah, December second. I mean, yes, like write that in pencil for sure. I mean, they didn't say December 30th, so it doesn't. It's not immediately fake. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm looking at some of this trailer again, Brad, and there is absolutely a thing around the guy's neck that is glowing. Oh, so, okay then. Um, uh, I, it is possible that that is the glowing a glowy health bar on the his rig, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, on the back there. Uh, Stray was announced to be coming out in July. That's that cat game, hell yes, puzzle platformer with like in a robot society. That's my July looking. sorted. I think that's my number one. I hope this game is good. Me too. Like, like I. It's a concept that I feel like might not be is is more, could be more fun than game, uh, and I really hope it just delivers on some fun gameplay. Yeah, um, I'm not clear. They said in the thing that you'll get it for free with PlayStation Plus. I don't know if that's like, like I'm so confused. Like the lines are so blurred now between like what is like the old school like monthly PlayStation Plus free game, mm-hmm. and what's part of the new like Game Pass style stuff. I'm not sure which one this is. Like what tier? Yeah, or or how you get it. I mean, the the monthly ones, you know, if you don't get it in that month, they're gone. Yeah, and the the Game Pass style stuff should be free in perpetuity. I'm not clear which one this is. Probably the latter. So if I was launching a new free game service, that's certainly what I would put it on. Mm. Um, Street Fighter Six, anybody? Yeah, yes, actually. What you what you think of that? <clears throat> well, I so. It was very confusing at the outset because they were all showing all this Metro City stuff and like, you know, the statue of Mike Hagar in the center. And I'm like, are they just making a final fight game? Like, is there is that the other thing they're also doing? But yeah, there's like straight up Metro City signs all over the place. And they share a universe. So like, it's not actually that weird. Like yeah, that, it's just that it's and never, Saturday Night Slam Masters and Street Fighter are technically part of the same universe. So yeah, that's weird, man. <laughs> like they never made it quite this explicit, you know. Like they always had Cody in there and yeah, a few others from Final Fight, but never like. And also, just has a like third person adventure mode. Yeah, so there's like some kind of hub area where I guess you're kind of running around doing stuff that is like tied to the story mode. Yeah kind of curious about that as somebody who's not going to go super hard on Street Fighter 6 competitively. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Like uh, like a, some kind of single player adventure mode sounds If it's yeah, better than different. that damn crypt, I'll be happy in uh, Mortal Kombat. Or, 
Oh, I thought the, the, the first time crypt. they did it was great, but it got too long over time. Like it's well, just too much. The, the Eleven Crypt is so good for fan service because it's just literally that island. But like, it's so much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, the unlocking stuff just got ridiculous yeah. at some point. But I had so much fun just running around looking at. It. It's like, oh, there's the bridge with the guy who's on fire. That's pretty awesome. I would love it if they use this as like kind of a celebration of Street Fighter history yeah. and stuff because this is the first one to take place after the events of three. So wait, is it really? Yes, man. <laughs> I have sure. wow, good for you. I have sure. not I read up with that. The I did not know line. that oh, just off the top okay. of the dome. I read up on it, and they said okay. this is the first. Like Ryu is old now because this is taking place after Street Fighter Three. Okay, Ryu in that trailer looked like just four hundred pounds of muscle. Yeah, it's like, just a, it's just a slab gristle. of beef. That is a yeah. big Ryu. Uh, big Ryu. So uh, we got we so officially in that trailer we got Ryu Chun Li Luke Luke. Uh, um, was that it? There was one other character. I can't remember which one was in there, but uh, now we know all of them. <laughs> so I there guess. was, a, or at least the first twenty-two. So what happened here? Uh, the, the 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 roster leaked a while ago, I think, and then artwork, like straight up key art, character mm-hmm. art of all the characters, twenty-two of them, uh, has come out, and then Capcom basically acknowledged it on Twitter. <laughs> We've all seen things we weren't supposed to see, <laughs> said their Twitter. <laughs> Well, I think I think we don't forget to add as residents of uh residents sure. of Metro City, we've all I mean, seen hey, things look, we weren't supposed to see. Look, the the, the mayor of Metro City <laughs> likes to go around bearing much like Spider Man likes to go yeah. around bearing Alex. We've seen Andors on top of Andors on top of Andors, man. It's a nightmare out there. Can I, Alex, can I get you uh can I get your Jesse the Body reading this uh 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 oh, this God. Capcom quote? Because uh, that's the Mike Hagar to me. Please. Okay, let me pull up the quote here real quick because uh, uh, I don't have it. I don't have it handy. But it, in my mind, Jesse the Body will his voice will always come out of Mike Hagar for some reason. Yeah. All right. Stretch for one minute while I, while I load this. Okay. Up. I, it, I just I I want to commend Capcom. It's pretty awesome when the company just leans into a leak like this. You know, like just take it on the chin. Leak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like just go with it. Like you can't take that stuff back. It's out there. Just look. Yes, you, you can't clean the internet. Can't scrub it. <laughs> we appreciate all the positive reactions. Thank you for the support. Okay, here we yeah. go. As residents of Metro City, we've all seen things that we weren't supposed to see, but we're all in this together. We appreciate all the positive reactions. Thank you for the support. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Hagar. Uh, you know, he's not such a bad mayor. No, really. he's really he's, not. He gets shit done, a, you know? It's really <laughs> managed to stay in office an awfully long time. Yeah. I, don't I just don't think about it too much. Uh... You think yeah. he makes an appearance in this game as a as a playable I fighter? I would love that. I I, w- I wish they would have done that a long time ago, honestly, because like he's one of the best Capcom characters. Period. It's pretty good. I don't. I, I what is the full list of revealing my ignorance of Street Fighter here? I'm trying to think like what the full list of uh, like every character. Final, no, no, no. Just Final Fight characters. What's well, Cody and Guy? And it's uh, I think. I don't know. They don't call him Andor, but I think there is an Andor. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what. His, and then I believe Rolento is in there. Rolento is definitely like, in there. Like zero three, I think. Like they've they've had a few. Yeah, but never Hagar, but never Mike Hagar. And like yeah. you know, like they gave him Saturday Night Slam Masters, and I respect that. I that first game is great, but come on, Mike Hagar. Man, man's got a city to run. The political That's landscape true. has never been more of a nightmare. We need a hero like him. It's true. <laughs> actually, I don't. You know, I don't want to think about what Mike Hagar's politics actually are. You know, they it's are rescuing his daughter and eating garbage can chickens. It's, that's it. You know, <laughs> spinning pile driver guess, solves most yeah. problems. You know, I guess that's a platform I could get behind. <laughs> um, I assume these twenty-two characters are the built-in, like the the on the disc roster. You that know, seems like, right. 
And then there will be DLC later, so who knows what else could come. But all all eight of the original Street Fighters 2 are in there. Were the That's four cool. bosses all in there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't believe any of them, actually, that I saw. Akuma slash Goki, but yeah. he's not really a okay. boss. Yeah, none of, actually, I don't believe. But, like, like Cammy's in there, DJ's in there. I think they're not doing Fei Long ever again. I think they said yeah. that. Okay. Well, I th- so I think the Bruce Lee uh, estate oh, no. has pulled back somewhat mm. on allowing, like, representations of Bruce Lee and things like huh. that. And I don't know, I don't know specifically if they they if that's what's happening here, but I th- I thought I read a thing that said that like they are just not going to do Fei Long anymore. Like, like even even when it's just implied and not the actual name. I mean, like, the thing is, like huh. I I don't know if they actually have any legal right to do anything there. I don't know enough about that stuff, but I think I think after uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Lee Estate was like, you know, I think we want to be more managing of of our you know of Bruce mm-hmm. Lee's image. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But also, Fei Long is uh, not, like, a bad caricature of Bruce Lee or anything. Like, there's nothing particularly negative about him. It's just like, no, that is just very clearly Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're really not hiding it on that one. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what, where six. is the... Um, I, I was looking through the artwork, but... Is Blanca in here? Oh, wait. Hang on. Did I... Yes. Yes, he is. I, I see him here. They did say in the story that all eight were in there, so... Yes. Yeah. I, I'm God, man, look at Dalsum. Dalsum has just got a gigantic David Letterman like white beard. Okay, so that's Dalsum. I mean, Dalsum was old in Street Fighter too. So yeah, just <laughs> that looks pretty rad. Mm. Uh, all right. I'm anyway, some more of these pictures. That's that's neat. That's fun. Yeah, I, I hope that like third person story stuff is interesting because like a good story mode sure can get you into a fighting game you might not have been to into otherwise. And Street Fighter Five sure did not have one of those. No, but MK11 did. Yep. And then it turned out after I played through that amazing story mode in MK11, I also went and played a bunch of it online that I didn't plan to play. MK11 was pretty works. good. It was um, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, last thing? I think this is the last thing. Final Fantasy 16. Yep. It's coming. They showed a trailer. Yeah. They did not date it. They said Summer 2023. Year. Actually, yeah, that is a time frame. Summer 2023. What'd uh, you think? They sure went hard on summons in summons. this in a I way that made me world, feel like man. it was like 1998 again. It's like not since Final Fantasy VIII have the summon animations been this big a deal in the marketing. Yakuza 7 brought summons I, back to the forefront. Everyone loves summons now. It's, it was kind of weird. Like they straight up were just like, it was just like boom, boom, boom. You know, it's like Ifrit, Shiva, and mm-hmm. Ramu, you know, like just one Bahamut, one after the other. It's like, yeah, I know those guys. That's... Mm-hmm. I think it's... um. I think it's interesting. I, I have to look up more about what I, you know, listen, I, I don't know that much about final fantasy universe. So I haven't kept up too much on this one, but gameplay wise, what they're going for with the summons in this game, because it's, it, it seemed like to me, they're more than just assist characters in this world at this yeah. point. Yeah. Also just like the combat. I don't know if they've shown much of the combat before, but like super, just third person action. It looked like the seven remake. Yeah. I mean, I guess they've been going in that direction for a long time. I just, um, I'm just old. Yeah, um, <laughs> you want people on the right hand side of the screen, uh-huh. uh huh? And you just uh-huh. go down a couple of menus. That's right. That's why WrestleQuest is my next RPG of choice. Uh, but but uh, but people are excited, I think, because it's um, um, person who worked on 14, uh, the, the yes. director. Yes, uh, 
Yes, People are that obviously for, for the story. Huge, huge vote of confidence. It seems very serious. It's like very war, like very like hard medieval warring kingdoms kind of stuff. Yeah, like super dramatic. I'm not going to say Shakespearean, you know, but like kind of like pretty, not you know, kind of grim a little bit. It and like. it's not like that isn't a tone of a lot of Final Fantasies, but the last one was basically just like a himbo road trip right in the middle of all of that. <laughs> it is quite a swerve. Yeah. I don't think there are any Cadillacs or fake Cadillacs in this game. So uh, but it did remind me of kind of like um, almost like a Final Fantasy Tactics ish kind of thing. It's uh, it's interesting to uh, having just played a, a very small dip my toe into fourteen. Mm-hmm. The the kind of some of the narrative there, and again, please don't please don't get mad at me if I'm getting this way off. But I'm already mad sur- at you. Sur- surface level narrative there. What's going on is the summons they call them primals are basically gods in the world. And they are brought in, um, but to feed, they need to like feed off of uh, ether, and they they kind of um, uh, mass effect and uh, indoctrinate uh, followers to follow them. So it's, it is a little darker, and I wonder if this is going to be going in that direction where these things are kind of gods that have a cult following, and you know you're you're trying to figure out the problems here. Which that, that's that, that's fourteen where that's an element. So that's 14. Okay. It's what I'm up to, at least in some of oh, the okay. story. Well, I, for a second, I thought you were saying that was part of 16, and I had missed that, but that sounds awesome. Like, that sounds super interesting. That sounds like a really interesting way to integrate the summon monsters into the into the story. Yeah, so I, I wonder if that's what's going to be going on here. So yeah, if there's, if there's some element like that in this, then that sounds like a great angle for, yeah. Uh, Curious to see how it turns out. Yeah, me too. Uh, you think we see any more of that, like, in the near future? I mean, I imagine we'll probably start seeing a lot of that toward the end of this year and the beginning of next year as they get Yeah, that would be my guess. Yes, probably. This is probably the big showing of that for a while. But my understanding is, like, and the producer's been out there saying this, like, it is content complete. They are just in the polishing stage now of, you know, making sure everything is, like, good. So. Yeah. I wonder when that stuff makes its way into 14. It's probably there already. It'll probably launch day and date, honestly. (laughs) I don't even know. When can I ride around... That, my- that that was that was Yoshi P, right? That was him mm-hmm. that introed it. That was. I loved the beginning there where he's just <laughs> like he came on the screen and just said, Greetings, gamers. Mm-hmm. And looked like he was sitting on a throne. <laughs> people seem to really <laughs> like that. That was a pretty good entrance. Uh I know people are very excited for that, and people who definitely follow that stuff a lot more than I do uh seem like I tr- I would trust their takes on it. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, obviously 14 is the most like wildly positive. I have seen people be about a Final Fantasy thing in like just an incredibly long time. Yeah, it's very silly. Very, uh, all seven remake also went over <laughs> quite well. Uh, I want to see some more of that remake someday. Okay, yeah. some someday. I'll just throw that out there at the end. Yeah, I think we need to take a break now. I think we need to take a break as well. Yeah, let's take, take a, a quick. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back with some more news, including Dragon Age news. Ooh. What? Let's stick around. We'll be right back with some more news. This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money. Brad Shoemaker, Alex Navarro. I bet you guys have subscriptions. I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions. And at a certain point, I had to drill down. I had to, I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore. You had to take time out of your day. My busy schedule. Your time, which is worth more than anything to find those subscriptions and cancel. Brad Shoemaker, do you live a subscription lifestyle? I am just a walking monthly bill at this point. 
It's the world we live in. If you need help, boy, guys, I got some uh, I got some news for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, when in reality, the number is closer to 200 My God. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Thanks, Rocket Money. Hello, we are back. Thanks for sticking around. I know I got you with that hook about Dragon Age, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? I should have just said So obviously it's going to be great, important news. It's going to be huge. Brad, what do we know? Huge news. It has a title. Oh. Sorry, it's a disappointment. And that title is? Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Oh, the Dreadwolf is back. Wait, okay, so, like, all right, you're a Bioware guy. Okay. What do you know about Solus? He's an asshole. Uh, Morden Solus was a (laughs) fantastic um, uh, character, sang, great singing voice. Uh Questionable ethics, but kind of came around there at the end, I think, to really uh, sacrifice and and pull one out for the uh, greater good. That is that what you want to know? That's yep. That yep. pretty much covers That's it. Moving it. on. The old, the old dread wolf. Moving on. Well, he was the very model of a, a scientist of a, solarian. A scientist yes. solarian. Uh, I mean, did you play Dragon Age? Did you play Dragon Age? I played Dragon Age one. I liked it. I played okay. Dragon Age two. I thought it was okay. I Dragon Age. What are we up to? Three. Inquisition was three. Played some. I read the Dragon Age books. Okay. Uh, okay. You're all, you, read, you are several steps ahead of the rest of us then. I read a couple. Um, can you, can I played you regale some us of, with the complete timeline of the Dragon Age universe? Right I now. Cannot. Uh, it was the Age of Dragons gray, uh, in this Dragon Age. Gray, gray Wardens? Gray Wardens, yep. Gray Wardens? Mm-hmm. Okay. I burnt out on Inquisition. Yeah, right? I think a lot. I, actually, I played some of it and I too made the common mistake of spending all of my time in the hinterlands doing everything. Mm-hmm. That first zone. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yes. To, it was like an investment. You have to invest it in it. And I, I, just, I didn't at the time. A lot of filler quests out there. Um, anyway, like I, I Sol, Solus is an asshole. Is that correct? I S-O-L-A-S. believe he's an asshole. Yeah. Is he an, he's an elf, correct? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like a kind of, a, but like I remember, catty asshole. Is he kind of a racist elf? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that much. I, again, I, I, Inquisition is the only one I've played, and I did oh, play a decent is, amount of it, but I don't really remember that much about what happened. Who is the other? There, there's Solus, and there's another like infamous character from Inquisition that I can never remember. Sarah? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. ring any bells? I think about Iron Bull as the other iconic ah, one, but Iron, Iron Bull is cool. Iron Bull's not infamous. Iron Bull seems to be a fan favorite. Yeah, it's just I a cool tell. dude. Wait, also, is Iron Bull Inquisition? I thought Iron Bull was two. Iron Bull is definitely an Inquisition because I ran okay. into Iron Bull. I might could could be both, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Know. That's uh, 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 Freddie Prince, Freddy, Jr., Freddy Prince Jr. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was also great as Vega in Mass Effect Three. Like, <laughs> maybe just put Freddie Prince Jr. in all uh, Bioware games from now on. 
Um, anyway, yes. uh, so like, so is, is Solus the Dreadwolf? Is that correct? Yeah, Solus is correct. the Dreadwolf. I guess, uh, you know, he's been in early CG footage for this. We've probably talked too much about Dragon Age 4 already. I don't know enough about Dragon Much like Final Fantasy, I just don't know enough right now to have a strong intelligible conversation about like intelligent conversation and intelligible the things mm-hmm. i will say will just be wrong yeah they they do say in this blog post uh, that the game's not coming out this year surprise i would not uh, have expected that even if they hadn't said it i would not have expected that but it, it does say more dragon age dread wolf later this year okay so the dread i just hashtag the dread wolf rises I threw I threw this in here as a little block of like, hey, maybe here's some, here's some stuff we might hear more about in the next couple of weeks. Although this that that quote sounds maybe more like much later this year. I'm kind of of the mind that we're just not going to be hearing much from EA that isn't sports related for the rest of this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah they 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 said no EA play this year. They said they'll be showing individual games as it is warranted. Like they've just reshifted all their their stuff as far as like Need for Speed and developer resources there. There's no new Battlefield this year. All that Bioware stuff is mm-hmm. out in the hinterlands right now. So this, is, this said it a thousand times. This game's pretty make or break for Bioware. Yep. Mm. So get ready for a healthy dose of F1 and Madden 23. Mm-hmm. So you get this one right. I mean, in parallel to this, somewhere there's <laughs> there's a Mass Effect cooking mm-hmm. somewhere. So is it? How much do you think? Mass I think they're Effect still hitting the this pan, one? Vinny. Okay, they're, they're they're still looking at the. Are they yes, peeking the, over their shoulder to the, see what's going on with Dragon Age constantly? The, the butter is not even in the pan. Yeah. Okay. They just um, started cut, cutting like you know chives. So okay. They haven't chosen their ingredients in the video game no. uh, uh, cook-off show yet. All right. Well, uh, get excited. I mean, listen, dr- people love Inquisition. I I bounced off of it, but it is a, it is a tremendously popular game. So. Yes. Uh, get excited. Sounds like it got better as it went. Like the the DLC that came out, people say is very good. I I would if you know what I would say. This is one I'm not even going to say. I'm going to go back and play. It just sounds overwhelming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, what else? Um. Hey, remember Norman Reedus said there that uh, Death Stranding Two mm-hmm. was in the works that they were yeah. working on it. I do remember that. Uh, noted leaker Tom Henderson mm. has gotten quite a few st- leaks right over time. Uh, claims to be in possession of a different Hideo Kojima game called Over. Or I'm sorry, not in possession of the game of a demo. In possession of footage yeah. of the game. Overdose. I love a- that you you said noted leaker and in this story. Well, but it's funny because in this story, Tom Henderson then calls Jeff Grubb reputable insider. <laughs> Dude, it's just, <laughs> just a. <laughs> It's a tangled web. <laughs> uh, what's going on with Overdose? What do you? What, is, what do we know? Uh, he, he he says there is a Kojima production uh, horror game called Overdose in production, and that he has been passed footage of it that he believes is legitimate. Hmm. And then later updated his story saying Kojima Productions have since asked for the publication of this report to be removed, which we have declined. Ah, so. It's an awkward When your job is leaking stuff, you kind of can't cater to people when they ask you to not leak stuff. Well, also, I mean, the fact that they came at him asking for this to be removed seems fairly telling. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. So he said the Um, footage is of Margaret Qualley. Yeah, Margaret Qualley, who was Mama in Death Stranding, is also in this. Uh, So here's the question I would put to you. 
Please. When Norman Reedus was out there saying, yeah, we're going to do the second one. Uh-huh. Was he talking about this? I Okay. See, I came into this thinking like, oh, maybe they're a two-game studio now. Like, that's possible. It like, is what possible. What if they're doing... What if, but, but also we haven't really, I don't think heard about them staffing up enough for that. Yeah. But then you just introduced the idea to me of what if Norman Reedus just isn't paying much attention to what game he's doing? That seems very likely. What if he just like shows up and does, does the lines and it's not really concerned with what the game is called. He walks in and he's, he's already got his pants and, and shirt off and we're like, all right, yeah. what are we doing today? Like, we're doing another one of these? Just crawl around in the sand. Look, man, so, actors are just wind-up toys, okay? You just wind them up, they say the lines, and then they go off to wherever it is they go to go do their drugs, okay? Like, it is... I don't know what's going on there, but I think the non-specific, uh, non-specificity of what he said about we're going to do the second one, plus the fact that, like you said, I don't think Kojima Productions, the current one, is is that big of a studio. It leads me to believe that he just... Was like, yeah, we're doing the second game, whatever that is. It, it, it yeah. people to read into it. That is entirely possible, actually. Um, I mean, is there a chance that Norman Reedus, if you can ask Norman Reedus what Death Stranding was about, he would be like, he he could give you not even the philosophical metaphorical world in which Kojima was trying to portray the actual story of what happened there. If you're going off just the lines of dialogue that Norman Reedus had in that yes. game, there is no way you could ever understand what was going on there because he says basically nothing, mm-hmm. and every scene he's in is mostly him just going, what? Uh, uh, uh. Um, so it must just be like, hold this baby and look at hold My this. My mom's hold the this. president, I guess? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I well, would Norman, like to. Norman Reedus seems like a guy that just takes it as it comes. Yeah, yeah roll with you it. Know? It's like ah, uh, no, it's great work if you can get it. It's about it's about it's about the connections that separate us, man. Yeah. See, it's super profound because it's a paradox. I honestly think yeah. every other actor in that game probably had a better sense of it because they had actual dialogue that was just mm. them explaining things in long, exhausting detail. And yeah. I doubt Norman Reedus was there when they recorded those lines because that's yeah. not how voice acting works. Yeah, I ho- I hope he I hope he has a good time with it. Yeah, because yeah. it seems like he does. I wonder right. if Mads Mikkelsen is like I know exactly what this game is. About. I it, <laughs> like, that well, guy I mean, understands they, they, everything. They they cast him as Jump Scare Man. Yeah, so <laughs> he definitely knows what's jump going scare. on. Where's my BB? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet Mads Mikkelsen could do a good jump scare. Oh my gosh, yeah. he doesn't have to jump scare. Mads Mikkelsen no. could slowly turn around, and I would I would be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, uh, not a lot of details about what is in this footage in, in Tom Henderson's report it says okay. uh, shows the character played by Margaret Qualley in a blue dress walking through dark corridors with a flashlight in third person. But it's been suggested the game can be played in first person too. a jump scare okay. at the end of the footage shows game over, followed by a Hideo Kojima game overdose. OK, I bet that's, that's something we will see at Keeley. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a like a little demo. We got a little too early here. Also, I like yeah. I like Margaret Qualley as an actress, so I think it's it's interesting putting her in a lead role. It's also, Andy McDowell's daughter. Oh, right, that. that's right. Uh, she lives here around here. Really? Uh, Andy McDowell does. Yeah. Yes. Well, she's a Southern like, girl. Want to stay close to her roots? Oh, I yeah, get it. Maybe. Oh, I didn't realize that. She's just kind oh. of like it's like oh that that's the local that's the celebrity that lives here. It used to be Burt Reynolds. I think Andy McDowell might be one of the most Southern actresses of our generation. Like that <laughs> yeah, is not a woman who was ever able to fully shake that ac- that accent. I guess I guess that's fair. Um, uh, this Henderson report mentions like like Jeff Grubb has also talked about this that like there was a bunch of scuttlebutt that 
Kojima Productions was going to be working with Xbox on a game. So, who can say? Who can, who say? can say? What's up with say? this? Uh, and, you know, what its origins are. We will, I think we will find out more soon. Yeah. Probably. Possibly Probably. on a live event. I mean, if footage we're going to get out there of this thing, you know, like once it's in the hands of like whatever chain of custody it has to go through to get ready to be on a major like platform holder event, you know, some trailer house editing it or something like that. Like, the, you know, it's, once, once it's out of yeah. the studio is when, you know, people start maybe handing it off to somebody. Mm-hmm. The jump scare has left the barn. That's right. All uh, right. And, uh, Finally here, our last news story of this uh, this week. Last thing, seems like God help us that GoldenEye remaster for Xbox is finally coming out because the achievements are now just on Xbox. Incredible. Like, uh, yeah, like the, the achievements are up officially for, for, for that thing or maybe a new one. Uh, you know, the... Okay, the, the story, if people don't remember, is that a an XBLA port of GoldenEye was made like... Who knows, 2007? Like ages, yeah. like early in Xbox 360 history, and then never came out, and then it leaked. So I think it was last year. Yes, finally. So like that's out there, and you can play it. Like maybe this is that, or maybe they've just done a new port. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, you know, you could very easily just say, okay, we have this thing. Let's just polish it up a little bit more and do some work on it. But then, you know, but if the work's already mostly done, then yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think li- licensing was probably always the actual like hurdle. And this there. isn't a full remake anyway. This is probably like oh. a remaster. Um, it very well could just be, yeah, like a kind of finished version of the build that leaked. I don't know, but. So what? this is, what did, what did you call, um, Tom Henderson? Leaker. Noted, 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 noted leaker. So we got noted leaker. We have reputable, reputable insider, Jeff Grubb. And then uh-huh. what's Wario 64? Wario 64. <laughs> um, Mr. Deals. Gosh. Mr. Deals. <laughs> sure. O- honorary, honorary dealsman. Mm-hmm. Just the, the ever watchful eye of video games. The, Renowned the, dealsman. The ever affiliate. <laughs> Wario 64, uh, putting this out there for the world to, to know. Yeah. That's, uh. Doesn't hang on. Wario sixty four has got like some in, uh, just ludicrous number of Twitter followers. At this it's point. very high. Yes, it's like wow, one point one million. That guy I makes his Wario enti- sixty four. Yeah, that guy makes his entire living just sending out deal links and getting affiliate money. And bless him because he is thorough. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has employees at this point. I don't know. I I don't even use Twitter really, and I and I follow Wario sixty four. I think I want to say. Jeez, did I follow Wario sixty four when that weird was it the Switch van? Remember that thing where you, Nintendo had like a pop up van or something to go buy Nintendo product like a Switch or maybe it was a, a the Classic or something? Oh, I think it was one familiar. The, that was that was the uh, either NES or SNES Classic. I think okay, NES. Maybe yes, was, they were I, like they were like selling them out of a back of a van. Yeah, and I think he was like posting when they were up and where they were, and man. Weird. This yes. industry's weird, man. It is. Things have gotten strange in just about every sphere <laughs> lately. Um, I don't know. This GoldenEye thing seems super likely. I mean, like, if you didn't have a lot of new games to announce for your two-year-old almost console now, yeah, and you had this in the wings and were like, hey, let's just do the legwork to get it done, I wouldn't be shocked if they, like, just said, hey, this is out. Like, as part of that Xbox stream, if they just said, like, hey... GoldenEye HD available now. That does feel like the move. And honestly, like, I, I, the whole thing that derailed that last one was that basically, like, someone didn't dot their I's on a contract and licensing screwed everything up. So, 
given where Bond is at these days and the fact that like there is a new Bond game coming from the IO people, like I wouldn't be surprised right. if they were a little more amenable now to just be like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Put that golden eye shit out there. Sure. Uh, Daniel Craig is done, right? He's done. He says he's done. Okay, but there's no, there's no scuttlebutt about the next Bond. No, there's scuttlebutt, but there isn't anything that's like confirmed at this point. Like it sounds like they're they're gonna take their time to decide who it's huh. gonna be. But like, so I, I guess does that mean that IO game is sort of a generic Bond, like not based on an actor? I guess it would have to be, right? Because it's totally in between. Unless they sign that deal when Craig was still in it and he's on board for it. Yeah, and the thing is, like. <laughs> I kind of don't need a licensed Bond for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I actually, I mean, to be fair, I don't care, actually care about James Bond at all. Yeah. Academically, it's kind of like interesting. That last, last movie was right. Society has um, moved past the need for a James Bond. Yes, extremely. Maybe maybe they're just making that game with a placeholder face that they can swap out. Yeah. <laughs> Handsome British guy. Just like, put that into one of those AI computers and see what comes out. They're, they're just using the default character model until they know... Oh, yeah. please, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be Bond in the multiverse. It's going to be, oh, you know, God. they're going to open a portal and all the Bonds are going to pour out and, uh, and and try and help each other. And then everybody's going to get super awkward when Sean Connery does something really inappropriate. When he walks up and slaps a woman? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> be God. like, Jesus, Bond, me Bond, Watch, you Bond, This you is Bond? what we do, isn't it? This is why you, sl- you slap a... <laughs> Just... Sean Connery passed, right? Yes, he has yeah. passed. Okay. R.I.P. Sean Connery? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Hey, he was a great Bra- actor. I'll say that much. Bra- Braveheart. Not Braveheart. Not Braveheart. Brave Dragon. Brave Dragon. Dragonheart. <laughs> Dragon. Dragonheart. Brave, bra- brave Dragonheart. Dragon. D- dragon. That's, he was yep. a talk- He was a giant talking dragon at some point. Oh. What? Rain of Fire? No. Dra- no, that Dragon was the Christian Heart. Bale Dragon- one. Oh. Scott I think Dragon. it was Dragonheart. I think you're right. Dragonheart. Dragon yeah, okay. Dragonheart. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right, is that it for the news? That might I be it for so. the news. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna do it for the news. We're gonna take another break. We're gonna come back with the games we've been playing while we wait for the games we will be playing soon. So stick around. We'll be right back. This week's show is brought to you by Express VPN. Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker. You're not gonna walk out of the house naked, right? Not if I can help it. You're going to put your VPN on first. Yeah, of course. Of course. One leg at a time, like I always do. (laughs) ExpressVPN is the easiest way to browse safely, securely, and just better. I just use ExpressVPN. I was away on a trip. I've had ExpressVPN for a couple of years here. When I got on that hotel Wi-Fi, I slipped right into ExpressVPN. One click, very easy. Get in there, and then I was able to access the internet let's say what what are you doing on that vacation there Hmm? i was i had to access my github account Uh and i was doing some coding and then sure i I used my express vpn and then vpn into my home computer likely story Uh uh-huh and then uh i watched uh you know i watched uh some videos uh you know and it's fast what they all say it's got great speeds it was connected very easily i was even able to stream in hd problemless on the hotel Wi-Fi. And they didn't know they didn't know a damn thing. Says here you can connect to ExpressVPN and you won't even realize you have it on, which I can vouch for. It's pretty seamless. So right now, go to expressvpn.com slash nextlander and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash nextlander to get three extra months of ExpressVPN 
expressvpn.com slash nextlander. Thanks, ExpressVPN. All right, we are back, and it is time to talk about some video games. Not that we haven't been talking about video games, but you know what I mean when I say video games like that. I, yeah, video games. Video can games. I, can, I, can I slide one more quick news update? In By all means. Please do. Sl- slide a news thing. Uh, I, would, I, was, I was thinking about these upcoming events last night, as one does, and in the vein of like Microsoft probably dropping GoldenEye at their thing, Mm-hmm. I was all. It occurred to me that oh yeah, Capcom announced next gen updates of Resident Evil's two, three, and seven. If you remember, I do. Yes. Uh, as of like an hour ago, I, I thought I actually was like, oh, I bet they might drop those at their thing. And then sure enough, like an hour ago, people have dug the PlayStation Five native versions of RE two and three remakes and RE seven out of PSN. Okay. Okay. So it does seem likely those might actually launch at Capcom's thing. Have they said specifically what they're doing for those versions? It's it's re- it's like a real big tech update, you know. Okay. Like a, there might be ray tracing. I feel I like that's like the remember. one thing they could add for sure. Mm. It's uh, let me see. And the, definitely, again, just to sorry. be clear, these are the, the these are the the, the remakes that, that came out already of the remakes, yeah. right? Just so yes. people know, yeah. Uh, I don't see ray tracing mentioned in this story, okay. but they did. I remember they like rattled off like, here's all the graphic stuff we're upgrading right. in these. Uh, and those are free upgrades for anybody who owns the last oh, versions of those. That's cool. RE2, that RE2 remake is like, I think one of the best games of the generation in my mind. Totally. Very, very good. At this very point. Good. So like, I am super excited to see that. And they made yeah. three Looking. good. Like it is, I don't love Resident Evil 3 and the thing they were working from was not ideal, but like, I think they made a pretty solid version of that game. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see those games all gussied up. <laughs> uh, and those are probably coming out soon. Anyway. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll probably find out more about that in the you got the Capcom thing and the Summer Game Fest thing uh, uh coming up in Barreling Down. All right. The video games, not too much on the new release front this week, nope. but we've been catching up on some oldies but goodies, plenty of stuff to play out there. Plenty of stuff to play out yeah, there. Yeah, games don't go away. It's true. Usually. It's never been a better time. You get to play all the old games that came out. Most of the times, uh, you know, there's a little asterisk there that just says like until they're pulled down off of a server. Yeah, that's the that was that was the asterisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a book there. But um, I have played a little bit more Hard Space Shipbreaker. Alex, have you jumped in? I did. Um, I played a little bit last night. I I you know started over because I had not played enough to really and they they reset the saves anyway. I think they, everybody yeah, has started, started over. Yeah. over so yeah, but. I'm still having the same problem I had with that game initially, which is Uh that uh, my spatial reasoning and my ability to sort of understand the space and the tool set they are giving you in that game is maybe more stressful than fun for me. Okay, fair enough. Are you getting, like, turned around too much? I get turned around a lot. I don't necessarily feel like I know how to use the tools properly. Mm. And I think that's one of those things that, like, if I just kept beating my head against it, I would eventually get there. But it's just... Something about the way that you are in that space and the way that you have to approach each individual task with the tools that you are given, like it all just feels a little unintuitive to me. Okay. And that's fair. I I love it. So, but I understand where if you are feel like you are fumbling around, it doesn't feel like a graceful dance on the outside of a ship. Okay. For me. But that's the thing is, I could totally see why this is a, you know, Vinny Brain game. Like, it seems I, like it is locked into your, the way you approach stuff and the things that you like to do in games. I think there's something really cool there. 
I think I might just be too dumb for it. No, it's, well, no. <laughs> what was the game we played that time together that you were like, I am just not getting these controls? The the space one where the oh, uh, it was the, the co op thing. Ship. It was the yeah, yeah, yes, it was that that and, oh, what was that game called? Gosh, you and you were just like, I am just not get. It is just not clicking with me. Yeah. I can't remember. That was a fun game. I played that with the no, kids. No, and I still so. had a blast with that game because even though it was messing with my brain, like the the things you had to do in that game, like in terms of yeah. action, were pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this it, there's it's more complicated. Even in kind of the outset, it's more complicated, and I think I just don't have it. What I, you may have talked about this before, like what are the zero G controls in this game like? Like, are they at all like Outer Wilds? Like, it's, do they do they actually like respect momentum and stuff, or are they more video? Def- game they definitely respect really? momentum. Okay, so, so like I like I had a pretty hard time getting. A lot of people have said they had a really hard time getting their head around the flight controls in Outer Wilds for several hours. It's it's a, it, depending on how you're playing it with the the keyboard or uh, a controller. It's it's it, there is a break you can you can kind of hard okay. break yourself. Okay, so you, you kind of just stop. You try to stop the momentum, and there are upgrades for those things. Um, you know, it's up, down, left, right. You know, lateral controls and up, down, and uh, um. Uh, uh, forward and back and all that stuff, and you know you have a break, but you definitely have momentum. The game is all about the zero g physics and you getting blown around and smashed into parts of the ship, and you know how do you how do you move something with more mass than you have, and 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 all of those things. So that that's kind of maybe a, a pretty big hook in the game, uh, uh, in terms of control. Yeah, I really like it. I, I'm continuing to go uh, down it. The only problem I'm having is now is the ships are so big. How big is it? Mm-hmm. Very big, and the uh, there's a lot of little things that are connected to the ship. Sometimes that can take a long time. It can be feel tedious to pluck off the ship, especially for salvage. Some of the computers and stuff like that can feel a little tedious. And they've also got it started getting to places where things don't fit through the door, so you have to make new doors to to pull things. Yeah, out. yeah, make your own door. But I did get explosives a little while ago. Those are fun. Um, a, a lot of a lot of cool stuff in that game, and. I'm still curious to see how that story wraps itself up. A lot of game there uh, in an old hard space shipbreaker. I'm going to give it another like, go, just, but just long. Um, you know, the ships taking apart the ships are taking a while, <laughs> like uh, more than a session, you know, like multi sit down sessions to take apart one ship. So that's neat. The other thing, Alex, is they, they kind of hide the tethers mm-hmm. deeper in than maybe they should. And I feel like the tethers are a huge part of that game. And if you're not at the tethers yet, uh, I am not at the tethers yet. The, even some of the other stuff becomes tedious. Trying to get stuff in the recycle bins with your gravity gun mm-hmm. is is maybe more work than it needs to be when the tethers are really what you want to be using. Okay, yeah, I'm going to give it another go, but I think I I might just be at a place where it's like, eh, I see what people love. It maybe is just not a thing that I love. I, I really hope that game comes to uh, Xbox on Game Pass in the near future. I know it's, it's got good it's controller support, right? Like it's it's a good yeah. It's well designed I, for I that. I play with a controller. Yeah, um, it's on PC Game Pass currently. If if anybody wants to check it out there, or thirty five dollars if you want to go f- get it somewhere else, mm-hmm. like Steam. That's where I got it. Uh, I also jumped into Citizen Sleeper again. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a thing that has more game than I thought, I am I am. I feel like I'm citizen sleepering wrong. Okay. I don't know. I like it. I don't dislike mm-hmm. it, but I'm always broke and I feel like I'm always battling against fatigue and, uh, uh, what, I don't know. What is the other meter? The, um, like your 
your physical yeah basically being, like, like there's the, the there's the hunger meter which is your energy yeah. energy meter and then there's the condition meter condition meter yeah, yeah. and i always I, I still feel like i'm i haven't had some breakthrough where i'm just rolling in money and i know you said you you hit a point where they become an object and some people on our forums or on discord were saying that too yeah so i what was the last quest you finished i got the tracker uh i think uh the tracker was was no it wasn't removed yet but that quest it got dealt with i I, I, and pushed forward we we uh i'm I'm hunting down nodes to go uh uh, take care of that person harlan harlan yeah okay so i mean again this is kind of open-ended so like there you can definitely do quests in any order uh but i will say that i think you are around the time when that changeover happens as far as like okay because what ended up happening for me is i just finished like three or four quest lines like kind of back to back to back over a couple of days and that just dumped a bunch of money oh really okay and also some uh some of that uh condition Juice. juice I do have a spare or two now conditioned juice yeah. and the price just came down as well. Yeah. So that was, that was, yeah. Good. Once that still stuff starts to... happening, that's when like the economy stops mattering okay. as much. Like it becomes more about like, okay, now you're kind of in the, the space where you can just pursue like the parts of the ship you haven't been to yet. Like the, you know, kind of the bigger quest lines that sort of bring you to the conclusions. I still got to build a, a data mind or two or the, the ship mine. The ship. So I ended up getting yeah. all the ship mines like almost at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like I went a long time not solving any of those ship mine quests. And then yeah. at a certain point I had enough pieces together and I just needed to finish one quest line to get the ship mine and manufacturer thing going. Yeah. And once I did that. So I've got the manufacturer open. I just don't have the pieces for it or the money to so buy So you can one. get those. Yeah, that's the thing is once you have the money, you can just get the extra pieces you need. Yeah. Um. Once one okay. of those merchants comes around. But yeah, like it was, <laughs> it all kind of happened at once for me. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm nearing a tip. Yeah, I think you then. are. Uh, some, some stuff has resolved too. Like um, um, there was a quest where somebody had finally found me mm-hmm. on the, on the thing. And, and that seems to have resolved. I yes. always choose the bad option. I'm role-playing in a way that makes me not a huge jerk. And I feel like sometimes that goes against what I occasionally think occasionally you have to be a huge jerk. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah. We'll so have you, was, have you been to that last outer ring of the station? There's a thing the that's toll? very expensive. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, I, I climbed the tower, but I haven't gone. Okay. Yeah north or so once you get that money that toll becomes like nothing and you just pay it once and then you're over in that other section that's the last section you unlock so okay i just always feel like i have three dice and i i I want five oh i'm i was at a certain point i was like as soon as i got to four dice i was like i'm just putting that juice in me i don't fucking care anymore okay you just you just want five the entire time okay yeah i i this the writing is so good it really is It's, it's very good um I wish some of the upgrades felt like they were more substantial. Yeah, the upgrade path is more of like a, things are no longer dire than it is a you are actually good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I think for the way they want that game to work, it kind of makes sense. But it is not like an upgrade tree in the grand scheme of like, you know, the way video game upgrade trees tend to be these days. Do you remember what class you picked at the beginning? Extractor? Okay, because I don't remember. I was I, whatever I was was like the you just go do fucking blue collar work one. Okay, I think I was the whatever like the you're good with computer. Yeah, person. like the engineer type. I think it was uh, yeah. yeah yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I have to... Uh, Machina? I, I can't remember. At a certain point, it doesn't matter because once you're getting that second upgrade tree, it's like you basically are just kind of good at everything. Mm. Yeah. I re- uh, uh, Citizen Sleeper, still a really cool game. Yeah. Uh, worth checking out. Brad, you, uh, you, you fired up that Pac-Man Museum? I checked out Pac-Man Museum Plus for a bit. How plus is What'd it? What do you think? I, I, you know, not a lot coming out right now. I did a... I did a Game Pass pass to see what was on there. Yeah. Checked that out. I guess there was a regular Pac-Man museum a few years ago. How, how is the Plus version? It's Plus, but it's a whole separate game. Uh, it's okay. It is, you start in an arcade. You're a Pac-Man in an arcade. Like, you run around in an arcade and play games at cabinets. Mm-hmm. And then go, you earn coins, and then go cash them into a gachapon machine and collect a bunch of other stuff to decorate your arcade with. Yeah. It's like a... It's almost like a little Animal Crossing thing of, like, you can buy a bunch of, like, I can buy a bench and, like, some artwork and another vending machine and, like, change the wallpaper in this arcade. You can move the machines around, right? Yeah, like, it's got a whole, like, it goes to a straight-up grid, like, Animal Crossing home designer kind of thing. Uh, It's all right. It's got, let me put it this way. It's got Pac-Man Championship Edition, but not Championship Edition DX. Mm. If that tells you anything. It's an interesting choice. I don't know why they put the okay one and not the amazing one in there. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, it's pretty thorough. It's got all the Pac-Mans you know and, like, plenty that I don't, like Pac and Pal. I don't know that one. I had never heard of that. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Pac and it's Play? From, it's from, like, 82. It's a weird twist on Pac-Man that seems pretty bad. Huh. It's a weird twist on Pac-Man. That seems that sounds, pretty bad. <laughs> it seems pretty bad. Um... Also, this game has really challenged my historical notion that Pac-Land is a good game because I know that it actually is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like 14? 14 Pac-Men? 14, 14 Pac-Men. Okay. Yes. Choose one. Uh, <laughs> honestly, the biggest, the best thing about playing this thing is that it has, re- it has reintroduced me to Pac-Man 256. Okay. Uh, which I have just seconds ago put back on my phone and might start playing more of that. That's the... It's from Namco, but it was developed yeah. by the Crossy Road developer. Do you yeah. remember? It's the one Crossy with the, Road? The, the, the pixel chasing you, the, yes, the garbage, it's, right? It's got a real voxel look. Yeah. You, you proceed upwards in a diagonal, like much like the direction of a phone screen. And the, the, um, the corruption is behind you. Yeah, you're dodging. You get lasers and other power-ups. It's an endless Pac-Man. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an endless Pac-Man that you just try to get streaks going. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I forgot they did a console version of it, and that is in this. Oh, that's so, cool. I should let my kids know about that, because that... They like that game on the uh, tablet, on the uh, mobile version. So yeah, it's got there's weird stuff in there. Like there was apparently there was a Pac-Man Battle Royale in like 2010. It's like a four-player multiplayer versus Pac-Man. That's Wait, that's in there. the one that we played in the arcades, wasn't it? Like, uh, isn't that the one yeah. with the? Um, it's like four-player at the same time. Each start at each corner is at that cool arcade cabinet. We played at Wh- Wizard, the one that, like when we'd go to PAX, Boston PAX, and then we go to the oh uh, maybe. Oh, maybe because you didn't. You you went to the at some point. Like Alex, you and I were going to the PAX East thing. Yes, and we go to that arcade with Rich and we play it there. Oh, and oh fun that's spot. very possible. Yeah, oh, a fun, fun spot. spot. Yeah, yeah, that's very possible. They had that. That's uh, that's a relatively new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. You smash the button and Pac Man got bigger. There was like a button you could smash, okay. and like after the thing, he'd be like, he'd like get bigger or something yeah. like that. Is what I remember. Anyway, I checked this out because I needed something to play. <laughs> Pac-Man's yeah. okay. And Pac-Man's it's on Game bad. Pass. And it's on Game Pass. Yeah. And I'm kind of excited to play some more Pac-Man 256. <laughs> All right. But on my but on my phone, not on my Xbox. Uh I played that uh Gibbon Beyond the Trees uh, oh, yeah. with the kids oh, yeah, on game. the Switch. 
And that version on the Switch is not good. It's okay. I'm glad it wasn't just be me being nitpicky about performance. It, it, it's, it's fine it, for the first, like, let's say 60%, maybe. I feel it's, like it's chuggy, man. Yeah. It's like uh, toward, the, toward the last. You finished it, right? Yeah. It's pretty uh, short. It's like 90 minutes long. They, they give you that, like, quote unquote, new game plus where you can go back in uh, yeah. and do it again. Well, did, uh, did you try that? It's actually like you're playing as like a descendant. Yeah. Of the main characters. I you guess have to free like. the free yeah. the birds. There are yeah. like different objectives. Is that is that an endless mode? Um, uh, I didn't play enough of it to know. I, okay. I you know, you kind of go and you have to swing and then. The, the difference is you have to land in certain spots because you're trying to hit right. these cages, which is a, a little bit different. But uh, yeah. I, you know, my kids don't mind that stuff. Uh, and right. I have a pretty high tolerance for framey things. Mm-hmm. But th- yeah. this this is a game that it's there's an elegance to it because you're swinging around and yeah. you want it to be smooth. And it really it needs to be very fluid for this yeah. to work well. And and, toward, and it's not even like a just dropping frames thing. It's a straight up like hitching to load assets kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it'll yeah. hitch for like a straight second toward the end. It's, game. it's it's chuggy. It's a it shame is, because it's you want it to be good. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough on the switch. We need a new switch. Uh, we need a like new yesterday. Switch. Uh, yeah. But what would you think of the game though? Like I, I thought it was you know it's yeah it's it's, it's fun. It's like but the thing is like oh, it's it's hard to say because every time it, it chugged or hitch, it brings you out of the thing it's trying to yeah. do the most, which is a flow state, and right. like. You know, you're like you're swinging and you're like letting go and doing somersaults and backflips and trying to like have this amazing flow thing. I mean, narratively, it's interesting and and doing you know as you go from the woods and the into uh, the industrialized parts and the kind of takeover of their lands and all that stuff. But really, it's a flow state game. <laughs> and when it hitches or, or chugs, yeah, you're like, ah, right. stop. Uh, that's Gibbon beyond the trees. Uh, there's PC versions of it as well, so it's maybe that's the way to go. Uh, Vampire Survivors, <laughs> Alex. All right, I promise I'm not going to do this every week because I I think I've actually now hey, kind of you love it. I've kind of broken through the wall on the stuff that's in the early access, and I'm like now at this point I would just be repeating you know things I've already done. I mean, hey, I'm planning to pick that game up when I get home. Yeah. So if you want to keep talking about but it, please. The, the, I, I'm only t- bringing it up this week because I, I I did break through that wall this week. I had a moment that I felt like I knew was coming eventually in that game where it just I borderline broke the game, and I did. <laughs> Okay, Brad, you may remember this because you remember Simpson stuff better maybe than Vinny does. But do you remember the episode where where Bart has ADD? Mm, and there's a part where he's playing a video been. game and it is just like a thousand things on the screen of like him snowboarding and shooting a gun and there's ninjas and fucking explosions. <laughs> that might have been after my time. I think Bone Storm is the only video game thing I remember in that series. I mean, so basically at a certain point, the game became that for me. Uh, okay. Like... I think I had topped out at like mid forties level wise up to this point. I'd been trying to get up to level sixty on that uh the dairy factory level, which is how you unlock the fourth stage. Did you say dairy factory? Yeah, it's like a big factory, but also it's supposed to be like a dairy factory. I don't know, but also it's full of monsters, so who knows? Um I by playing a character I didn't particularly like and a weapon using weapons I wasn't particularly invested in I somehow managed to get myself like well over level 60 and there is a point in that game where it is basically there are just a million bullets coming out of you in a million different ways and there are so many enemies on screen that it looks it looks like you are playing someone's fake demo of a game like that. Like, it is just, it is cartoonish the number of enemies that they are throwing at you. 
Just oh, looking like a Jackson that. Pollock painting. There were a couple. It's just it, it totally does. Sprayed across the screen. There were there were several times where I realized I didn't have to play anymore. I just stopped <laughs> moving my character. Yeah. And there was so much knockback from all the different stats I had, and so many enemies that basically there was just this circle of gems around me at all time <laughs> that I was collecting. And I think I got up to like level sixty eight, uh, which is. Wait, but you did die eventually. I did eventually die, but it took. Okay. Finally, them throwing an enemy at me that did not die, or that didn't get enough knockback from what I was doing, to surround me to finally kill me. But that took forever. Okay. That was like it was like a twenty-five minute run. <laughs> That's amazing. It was it was that orgasmic in its design, <laughs> and I it was the moment where I was like, oh my god, this is what everyone told me this game is, and now it actually is that. So do you feel like you have beaten Vampire Survivors, or are you just getting started with Vampire Survivors? Well, so I eventually went on and beat that fourth stage, and I don't think that's the last stage in the game, because the big hook for each stage is that there's a coffin in each one, uh, and it's guarded okay. by a bunch of enemies. you got to beat those enemies, and once you, once you unlock that coffin, you usually get a new character that you can use. Every time it's like, ah, oh, our vampire's in another coffin, and they unlock another stage. That hasn't happened. I, I beat the first four. I, I unlocked four characters, but I have not found the vampire in coffin yet. So I assume at some point okay. that will become a thing they add in an update. You need to survive more. Vampires. Yeah, but for now, I've got bonus stages to play. I've got something like 16, 15, 16 characters to mess around with. So oh my gosh, it's a you're doing it. It's a hell of a game, man. I know it's a clone, this, this but it's a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah. Vampire Survivors feels like the game, like in the before times, the game that we would have like put in the game of the year top 10 list that people, somebody would have gotten mad about because it's like not a real game or something. Mm, <laughs> it's totally mm, a real yeah. game. It's just also a clone. Like I recognize and understand that. No, but they, I hear what you're saying. They would have gotten mad because it would have beaten something like Breath of the Wild. And then people would have been like, what? Right. That was Vampire Survivors like, better than Breath of the Wild. It's like some people got super mad when I put Frog Fractions in my top 10 because it was like a browser game. Oh, this just sounds game. ridiculous. Nobody gets mad at me. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like this is this is kind of one step up from that. It feels like. <laughs> Seems That's, like it's neat. I I have not tried it yet, but uh, I I love the idea of a thing being on autopilot because it has gotten so ridiculous. Let me so, let me tell you right now. It's a factory game. Yeah. What did I start playing this game like two weeks ago? Uh, I put 20 hours into this thing. Yeah. Okay. Don't seems, do it. Yeah. It just takes over people's lives. It's dangerous. It is a dangerous <laughs> video game. It should be Three. illegal. It's addicting. Uh, maybe not as dangerous, but still a, th a threat out there is Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. And, uh oh. Uh, this weekend, I went back in with my brothers. As we were trying to, I think we're transitioning out of Deep Rock. And I love Deep Rock. We put a mm -hmm. lot, a lot of hours into Deep Rock. Uh, I think we're going to try out some Final Fantasy fourteen. There, the there has been speculation about whether that would be the next family game. That that is we my older brother my so my little brother has been playing that since one point oh. Oh uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So he he's got his character, he's all going. He's no G. I I I, uh, I like the true middle child am in the second one to come into this, and my older brother is downloading the demo. Though I don't think he's ever gonna go in for a subscription. But there's plenty of there's plenty of free trial stuff in there. Sorry, not demo, free trial. So we're going to I think we're going to try that and see what's going on there. But in the interim we played Destiny 2. And mm -hmm. uh we went back into the Witch Queen, the free stuff for the Witch Queen. They haven't bought the expansion yet and you can kind of do the new season or the new new stuff in the Witch Queen for free. <sighs> so much stuff in Destiny 2. And I was way I'm going to say I had done the Witch Queen stuff earlier, Brad. I think like when it came out, you and I kind of both made our way through it. I had done it yeah. already. 
I went back in. I was like, man, okay, I'll do this again. I'll run through it. And I just don't like the helicarrier. I think that the helm, is that what it's called? The, the helm, yes. Like the, I, the, the, you're almost like Marvel Avengers kind of yeah. top secret HQ kind of thing. Yeah. I had forgotten completely about it until I popped back out of that thing. I was like, oh, right, this dumb thing. And like, mm. it doesn't do anything really gameplay wise. It just, there's something about it. I just, I just, not a fan. <laughs> Isn't there, isn't there like a kiosk in there though that they, they expect you to throw all kinds of like crafting mats into to get better there's a whole stuff? bunch of stuff in there there's like a forge thing like yeah right. like um man i want to get back into destiny 2 i think we're gonna get into final fantasy 14 yeah, so. I, yeah. Man. so did you finish the whole witch queen story like the, the just no, the kind no, of no. initial campaign or just that first mission uh just that whole that it's like a series of a couple of missions at the beginning and like that that initial stuff uh, and then I own the the Witch Queen campaign, but I haven't done that stuff yet. Okay, so. okay. I I did that super long first mission where you like you fight like an apparition of the yeah, Witch Queen at the end, right. and then they then they dump you into the hub with all the NPCs wanting That's to right. give you more quests. Yeah, back on and Mars. I, and I took one look at all the icons floating in the air, and thought to myself, I'd be done with Destiny. I like Destiny too. I, I just yeah. The, the gameplay is still amazing. Like it still plays great, but like it's just it is just in that treadmill phase of an of a live service quasi MMO game of just expansion after expansion and if you're not invested in the story and the yeah. gear, they all feel the same, you know? I, I like, looked at my character and was like, "You know, I love my character. My, I love the armor I'm wearing. I love the weapons I'm using." I don't know if I want to go through this this whole process yeah, again, like yes, yeah. figuring out what's my favorite weapon. I spent so much time getting that um that revolver revolver I got from the uh Hive, bring a sword. What is that? Uh what is that what are those things called? The the guy who oh, the flips hive. the coin. Oh, you, know, you what, mean the, 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 the drifter? Gambit, the gambit. Gambit. Yeah, gambit. Mode, I, did, yeah. I ran all those gambits to get my gun uh, that I really like, that hand cannon. Look at that Bruce. Uh, did all that. I don't know if I'm ready to do it again. It was so much time. I spent yeah. so much time in there. Yeah. I'm not I'm not ready yet. Uh yeah, I was playing on the legendary campaign difficulty. Mm, if you remember, they rolled yes, that thing yes. out. They let you pick at the beginning. They're like, yeah. hey, you can kind of like skip a lot of the grind if you play through the campaign on super hard, but then that it made it <laughs> the campaign take three times longer. And I was just like, maybe I don't, I don't know. Not so much. Like I, I'm sure people are screaming at their speakers for me saying like all these expansions run together at this point. Like I, I know there's a bajillion differences between each one. Please don't but, scream at your speakers. We can't hear you. Yeah, that's right. But I can, hear but, you. um, like at a surface level, you know, like mm-hmm. you're still running that same loop every time a new expansion comes out. And I just, I don't know if there's enough there for me. I think it's also harder when, if you just play expansion to span expansion, yeah, because yeah. you, you wind up having to do a lot of catch up and relearn the, the know. onboarding. I don't, I started to say the onboarding could be better if you have been away like you and I play, you know, like mm-hmm. once a year when the story expansion comes out. But I don't even know if <laughs> I don't even know if that's a solvable problem because there are so many mechanics in that thing, right? Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know how you onboard people with that level of complexity. There's some muscle memory there for sure, and, and even going back to the Witch Queen, not too 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 much has changed, but they have they have introduced, you know, new for me, what is new, like new class trait stuff. Like there are some new, um, you know, they're doing new things with the darkness or whatever they call it. I forget exactly what they call it. And new sub specking within the, the yeah. classes. And yes. the powers. Yeah. Some of that stuff was kind of neat, but also there was so much to it. There it's were like a lot. It's a lot. so many slots to fill there. Like there's all the, there's all the armor customization stuff now that I never really had a chance to get my head around. It's just, 
Yeah, it's and listen, I think it's still a cool platform. It's just it's a lot to go into. And I'm yeah. saying that as somebody who's trying to get into Final Fantasy 14, and I know there's a lot there, but at least it's a little fresher. I'm not redoing a a, a, a character. Yeah. So I, I maybe I think maybe the more diplomatic way to say it is I think Destiny is just 100 percent focused on catering to its hardcore fan base at this point. Like sure, it's it's for people who play it all the time because if you don't play it all the time, you are going to lose track. Yeah, oh, yeah, of everything would be hard going on to, in that yeah. game. Yeah. Still fun though. I still I still like jumping around. In there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anybody else got any games to catch up on? Not okay. currently. Yeah, yeah. There's there is um there's a plenty of play out there, and yeah. then there is uh there is stuff coming down. I think I'll just say for for my money, I'm very curious to see that Quarry game. Yes. Uh, the new we're, we're gonna hopefully take a look at that uh, on Friday. See how that is. I'm always a fan of those games. I hope it does. Knock on wood. Hope this one doesn't disappoint. So, and I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a little excited about that Mario Strikers. I'm hoping for an actual good Mario sports game. That would be fun. Yes. Yes. Uh, that is going to do it for this week's podcast, folks. I want to thanks. Thanks. I want to thanks everybody. Thanks, everybody. I want to thanks, everybody. Uh, we are, we are, like I said, at the top of the show in our one year anniversary here. We have a lot of big announcements. You can check those out at patreon.com slash nextlander. One of them was the, on Friday of last week, which seems like a lifetime ago, was uh, merch stuff. And we're getting closer, I think, on some of that stuff. So I saw a picture of Alex wearing some of the merch in, uh, in some test shots. These are not looked- for public consumption. Uh, <laughs> no, like one of them. No. And I think, I think you looked great. So oh, uh, we'll be getting that stuff as soon as we, up as soon as we can. Of course, announcements with the Ramblecast and the $5 tier and the Never Been a Better podcast, which... Uh, uh, hopefully I think, uh, um, it's going to be scheduled pretty soon. We've got, uh, uh, Bacalar and Abby, uh, filling out schedules to go record that. That'll be going up in July. We've got the movie podcast, movie TV series. As stuff. yet untitled Watchcast. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, still, uh, we're getting production of that. So that'll also go up in early July and, uh, a lot of fun stuff happening on the next lander front. A lot of interesting stuff happening around. Like we said, stuff with giant bomb, the stuff with Jeff Gersman, never been a better time to support the people you care about and, and want to uh, see make great content. So go out there if you can. Hey, listen, secure your own mask before you secure the mask of others. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. S- support yourself before supporting others, but thanks everybody for supporting us. And you can go to patreoncom slash next lander. If you would like to do that as well, one of the tiers over at the Next Lander home base there is the Mysterious Benefactor tier, and they get their names read on this here show, and I am going to read those names right now. Starting with John Richardson, Vornak, Corey Porter, Vinny's Giant Booga Boogas, James Smith, Skywarp, John Hubbard, Sean Miller, Nick Donegan, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, JM, Jerry Lee, Gary Pejke, Conrad Kuzman, Robert Fisher, John McInnes, Octothorpe Bunny Crimes, Casey Shaughnessy, Peter Reardon, Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Statics, Andrew Jackson, Bacon Monk, Raz Grizz 2, the sequel, Brian Murphy, the very mysterious Trevor and Adrian R., Kevin Velado, Randy Duax, Mark Allenbach, Aaron Gonzalez Beer, Andrew Teepkin, Alex Wu, It Me JP, Matt Clements Jr., 
Edward Cheek, Andrew Slosky, Steve Lynn, Rich, Richard Welsh, a.k.a. Hired Noobs, Matthew Herrig, David Campos, and Tyler Treese. Those are our mysterious benefactors for this week and this podcast. I want to thank everybody again for supporting us at any tier on any platform. And thanks for everybody for being cool in the Discord. Had a lot of good chats recently, especially with all the stuff that's been going on and kind of uh, talking stuff over there. Remember to be respectful, respectful of everybody, not only of our community and other communities as well. People working hard, hopefully, to make great content and live their lives doing it. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Alex. Oh, you know what? Uh, let me just recap quickly here. Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, ish we're gonna start about five minutes early join us for summer game fest um that'll be interesting and fun and uh we have plans for the bethesda xbox showcase i don't know if they're finalized yet alex not just yet keeping the ear out um putting stuff together i'm gonna be out that sunday so i won't be able to join but uh you should be able to we're planning to have something on the next lander channel uh, so keep an ear out. We'll update schedules accordingly. We'll put stuff on. We'll have an announcement about that probably by the time we do the game, the, the Keeleys. Okay, great. Yeah, so join us there. Uh, and thanks again. And come join me if you want to watch the final days of Final Fantasy XIV. They're shutting the whole thing down Yeah. Uh, after I stopped. So you beat they just, it, it yeah. turns out. Yeah, it turns out. You just finish the game. There's nothing left. But Friday will be my last day streaming that in the morning um, regularly. Maybe I'll check in other points down the road. But uh, I'm excited to wrap that up thank you brad thank you alex and we'll be back next week 